Hello, and thanks for joining us here at Once When I Was Cool, your weekly radio show on all things retro and stuff that we used to enjoy when we were younger, when we were cool, back when things mattered and uh, stuff we enjoyed. My name's Dave, I'm one of your hosts, and joining me here again across the microphone is my good mate, Wee. How are you, Wee? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. It's uh, still, again, great to be uh, in the same... uh environment together I yeah looking across a table at each other face to face we don't get to do it as often as we'd like look, anymore look into each other's eyes or i oh, look into your one good one yeah mm. my other one's looking out the window <laughs> it's looking at my left shoulder uh, yeah mm. i don't have a lazy eye no no you got two i got two you got a lazy lazy <laughs> life we're missing again this week simon but simon will be back with us soon it's just we're out of town at the moment and uh simon of course will get back into it and Edit it up and hopefully make it sound halfway decent. Getting us out there to your earballs as good as ever. That's exactly right, as good as we can do. So we, um, you know, on the plane trip on the way up here, I was doing a bit of catch-up on television and uh, I happened to be watching an episode of The Mandalorian and The Mandalorian is one of those great new sci-fi, Star Wars universe type things and really is a good show and really enjoyed it. And I thought back to when we were were kids and we used to watch – Different sorts of shows, but it was a similar sort of genre to uh, what The Mandalorian set. So we, I guess, once when I was cool, we used to watch TV shows about life in space. Yes, science fiction, um, yeah, still do. I I love science fiction movies. Um, I will still watch Mm -hmm. older Older movies, uh, older series. Uh, Are you able to watch them and watch them without sort of saying, oh, that's so obviously fake or that's CGI and that's terrible? And Because let's face it, the special effects back those days, we, we were blown away by them at the time. But nowadays, you know, some of them hold up well, others not so well. Oh, look, at the end of the day, most of them don't hold up that well. But And I have to say, um, when we were out at the uh, pinball place the other night and you were talking about Blade Runner and you were most uh, most uh, surprised that I'd never watched the original Blade Runner. I still can't. You, you must do that. I'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll get I'll get, I'll get to stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you do so, that. So we, I guess one of the first ones and probably one of the ones that sticks out in my memory more than anything else and going back was Buck Rogers. And it was Buck Rogers in the 25th century and I guess the premise of Buck Rogers was, was that he was an astronaut and he got um, – sent to on some sort of space mission and uh, got frozen and 500 years later he defrosted and came back down. And it was about all these sort of misadventures through life. Yeah, it's, um, uh, you know, early early to mid-80s this came out, but based off... Mm. Um, I think he was in a shuttle or something like yeah. that, if I remember. And he froze and... Um, and went off course and got sent course, on, on a loop yeah. around somewhere that took him 500 years to get back yeah. to Earth. Yeah, correct. And... You know, there was only a, a, a couple of seasons. Um, sorry, late late seventies, early eighties. Um, yeah, it was around that time of the um, Star the, Wars. Well, not just that, but around like the the Six Million Dollar Man and um, yeah, what was the other one? There was another sort of one around that time as well. But anyway, yep. But um, you know, the trying to throw it to the twenty fifth century, trying to then come up with what they believed back then. And if you speak to anyone or have a look at any sort of uh, futuristic bits and pieces, you yep. know, there's always robots that were humanoid and yeah. things like yep. that. Yeah, and he was, had a little robot friend as well that, yeah. he used to, that had bad hair. Yeah, it was sort of like, yeah, solid hair. Yep. So, you know, to me, you know, as you were saying earlier, the the effects were and, and are now 
are not very good. However, I can watch them without even looking at that. I'm not watching them to pull that apart. I'm yep. watching it as in what it was and what it is. It's like saying, you know, that the the new Star Wars, you know, they've got better effects. Of course they've got better effects than in the late 70s. And if they don't, well, they shouldn't be making them. I loved how his, um, how his spacesuit was sort of like this big white jumpsuit and he had a laser gun. Um, but then his casual wear was like a, uh, a set of smart slacks um, with a, you know... A sort, sort of a top that's, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well, I can't even... It's not even a safari jacket. It's like a, a casual parka type thing. Yeah, and I mean, that, that's the whole thing. It's it's going back to plane. It's what people thought, you know, in the, in the, in the very early turn of that, um, you know, that 10 years of what yep. people thought the, in the... 500 years, you try and think of what people are going to be doing in 500 years knowing today what we know today. So they're only going by what they knew. And was it a similar storyline to what happened in um, Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon, I seem to remember, was a similar type thing where he was the all-American football player that got sent into space to fight Ming Ming the Merciless. But then if he got frozen in time or sent to a different world. I'm sure he um, was an astronaut. you know, Flash, who was a who played for the New York Jets. Yeah, you but know. I didn't know. I I don't know whether we were. I can't quite remember. I haven't seen it for such a long time. I haven't seen it for a while myself. But so. it sort of um, sounded similar to the to the storyline of Buck Rogers, except of course that Buck Rogers got frozen. Yeah, and you know, it was it was one of the first of many, and I think that was the basis for a lot of other little. Um, sci-fi series that had to do with uh, space and um and and space wars mm-hmm. now he joined the um you know the def- defense uh directorate um yeah directorate sorry yeah. the <laughs> yeah that was a different thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah and this is where he's then come up and he's his job was uh, because he was frozen but he was still uh, a pilot and a yeah. and a patriot, so it didn't matter who he was there. Mm-hmm. He he always fought for good, and I think that was a whole white suit as well. You know. Yep, yep, yep. Because it was still in the time in the of days the, where the heroes wore white. Heroes wore white. You know, the baddies wore black. Yep. So, yeah, only went for two series, but I seem to remember it fairly fondly. Although I don't don't know that I've ever seen too many repeats of it. Doesn't not one of those shows that sort of turns up fairly frequently. No, and I think we've mentioned it before. You know, in. Um, in uh, one of the uh, uh, cartoons, uh, uh, Daffy Duck ends up being Duck Dodgers. Duck Dodgers in the, the 24th and a half, half century. century or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was obviously influential enough. Yeah, and, you know, when you look when you look at any of the pictures to do with it, I mean, yep. even the sabre, uh, the, um, uh, the gun yep. just doesn't even have too much to it. It's very plain. It's very much a gun that turns, shoots lasers instead. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, the little uh, robot thing was, um, I think it was Twicky or something yeah. along those lines. It was just like mm. a little boy robot and it was basically just a little silver thing, mm. little silver boy that basically. Mo- with that a, moved a bit like C-3PO. Yeah. It was probably old mate before he was um, mm. anything. Before but, he grew up. Yeah. So moving on from there, I think the next one that really was, you know, one show that I really love watching, and I remember it was on of a night time, it was a prime time sort of show, was Battlestar Galactica. Ah. Uh-huh. And Battlestar Galactica, looking here, uh, actually started the year before um, Buck Rogers um, in 1978 and only went for one season. But for the for a show that only went for one season, it sure sticks very long memorable. in my memory. Yeah. Very, very memorable. And I think, And I think then maybe that was the pinnacle then. Was it? 
was it not? Um, I'm not sure. So you 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 got to think back. I remember. Remember the Cylons with them, um, with the glo- the, like the, the eyes eyes that move backwards and like, forwards, like at, Kit on like, Knight Rider. Absolutely. Mm. And that what I was going to head to, you know, is that where they got that from? Because the Cylons, you know, and it used to make that wow 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 wow. How's it go? Yeah, you heard yeah. me. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, I did. And it was again. Um, the effects were pretty basic because they didn't have many effects really back then, yep. special effects. So a lot of it was done by um, stuntmen, uh, costumes, pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to, I read somewhere it was like a shrink wrap type thing, the costume, wasn't it? Uh, like a plastic? It was a plastic and it was uh, like moulded. Oh, okay. Like uh, heat moulded plastic and... Um, yeah, and then I think they just wore lycra yep. under it, yep. and then um, they used athletes, so people who were tall. So yeah, I yep. would have been like the child of a. Well, you would have, yeah, you would have been more like Twiggy. Yeah, more yeah. like Twiggy, except not skinny. Yeah. Yep. Or childlike. Right. But um, they used to uh, use uh, footballers, basketballers uh, for them, mm-hmm. um, and, and they were they they were the original bad guys. I mean, they were. They were quite terrifying. When I was a kid, I remember you used to used to be always quite scared that you could see Cylons and that if they ever them came and to the Earth, Daleks, them and the Daleks, yep, always oh, petrified me. me. Mm. And then I guess uh, so. I'm quite surprised that that only went for um, one season, and it had all the um, all those sorts How of many characters. Episodes that you I think 25 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so there's a difference between a season and a season. Yeah, a season back then. But it's still only for one. When you think about things like the A-Team, Dukes of Hazard, those sorts of ones went for four and five seasons. You know, it's 100 yeah. shows. But a, a, but, a um, season is these days is only like 10 episodes. I remember I used to have some of the um, action figures from this version of um, from this version of Battlestar Galactica and my favourite was the dog. Do you remember his dog, Starbucks dog? Oh, it was a okay. robot. Canine sort of. or no, that was that the one was, on that was, um, do- Doctors. Doctor Who, yeah, that yeah. was Canine. Yeah, that was Canine. I can't no, think I can't of what, what think the name of, of the dog was, was. But you know the one I mean? He was the yeah, sort of yeah, orange yeah. and silvery sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, honestly I, I can't remember his name. Um, you jump on and have a bit of a look there while I oh, just right. keep talking about. While it. you keep talking, we'll try. But and the see. the effects and do you remember their their actual battleships were pretty close to the not the tie fighter yeah the tie fighters uh, what's not the tie fighters uh, the imperial fighters yeah in you know how they're on the three winged because they were like a three winged type of um, yeah 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 um, the Cylon fighters as well so. You know, there were some similarities there, but I suppose back in, in, in that day and time you don't really want um, – you just had to go with what people knew because it was all in people's imagination. So if someone well, had something good, yeah. you know. They and there wasn't any it. of that feedback and criticism, that interest, that you know, that sort of um, instant feedback that people can get online now and make those sorts of, you know, comments, comments. instantly that people have to then sort of try and try and cover from. It was, you know, if people wanted to write in letters and do those types of things. Yeah, oh, oh no, and, and that's the and that's the thing. But it was uh, to me. Oh, I'm trying to think of uh, the the main character in it as well. Muffet. Uh, Muffet uh, was that, the name of the dog. Oh, that's right. That's right, and he had that tail that just kept. Yeah, sort of twitching type thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. So, but moving on from that, you know, um, it was our first introduction to Dirk Benedict, who um, went on to become face man in the A team. Um, yes. But um, moving on, there was a two thousand back in two thousand and three. They did a reboot of it and started off as a mini series, and it went on to go for five series. And it was, um, I, you know, I didn't watch it until it was all finished. I think um, a friend I knew had the box set of DVDs and loaned it to me, and it was phenomenal. I, you know, it, it was such a good show. I couldn't think, I didn't think that it would be any good um, with the storyline and, you know, moving away from the original Battlestar, but I really enjoyed it. It was a really good, it was fairly true to the story. Um, they just fleshed it out, obviously, and had a lot more character development, but it was, it was an amazing show. And yeah, look, I, I haven't, um, I haven't seen. I think there was a couple of uh, when it was on TV. I might have watched a couple of episodes, but yeah, I, I'd definitely go back and have a look. Yeah, it's worth if you ever got the time. If you ever, ever want to watch the hundred odd episodes that are on, it was well worthwhile watching. Well, I don't know if I'd be allowed to watch a hundred odd episodes, but you yeah, know, I'd give it a go. Give it a try. So I guess going back in time a little bit from there was um, a TV show that sort of um, brought it all out. Was Lost in Space. Yeah, so lost in space. That I remember watching that with my um, with my brothers uh, and my older brother particularly really loved it, really loved it. And I, I remember he really, really did. But you know, to me again, young, uh, you actually believe they could have easily been in space. It was because yep. your imagination. They put you. Basically, uh, they sort of set it up and your imagination went to where they were, you know. Yeah, well, the original Lost in Space, I'm just looking here, was um, originally aired for three seasons and was in uh, started in 1965. And if you have a look at some of the costumes with the vibrant purples, the yellows, the greens, you can really see that it's a 60s sort of um, TV show. But I remember it was entertaining. You were always, you know, always worried about what was going to happen next week and what happened to the to the cast, you know, the cast and the characters you got fairly involved in. and But that's what you do, you know, you, when you watch these things as a, as a child, you just, um, and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about nine and ten and things like that when, you know, my older brother would have been, um, you know, 12 and, 12 and 13, so he was watching those sorts of things. I remember being on in the afternoon, so it wasn't like it was anything scary. There wasn't really anything scary too much on it and the robot, you know, and danger, danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, and you'd still have people, you know, years and years later afterwards would say, watch out, danger, danger, Will Robinson, and that would still go on. Yeah, and that's... Um, and there was always the Dr Smith that was always scheming and always seemed to have a problem, yet they never they never booted him out of anything and they never shot him or anything like that, never got rid of him. No, I used to really hope that one day they'd just get rid of him and that was it. they just, you know, it always come to the point where... They'd almost find out, and yep. you sort of hope and wish. And it was that a bit like did. It was a bit like Gilligan's Island as well, except in space from that sort of thing. You know, they're all marooned on one sort of lost island or lost planet, and uh, you know, trying to get their way off. It was interesting though to have a look at their spacesuits. If you have a look at the um, at the the pictures of the spacesuits they had whenever they were in space, and they're basically like a big tinfoil sort of outfit. Yeah, nothing, um, nothing too um, extravagant, and uh, as as you said, it, mm. you know the costumes were very vibrant, and a, a lot of the monsters or anything that ever came mm. were sort of uh, you could even back then you were sort of going, Ooh, is this somebody dressed up? Yeah, or but you got caught up in it. You got caught you up in the story, and you it's thought, well, this imagination, is mate. And we didn't have the HD TV that we have now, where you can see every minute freckle on someone's nose. 
um, you know, you could get away with hiding a zipper under a, a fold or something like that and you always knew that, uh, you know, even though that it was fairly fairly simple, you sort of bought into it. I've got Velcro under my folds. Yeah. Not a zipper. All right, eh? Great. Good. Next one. V. V the series. V the original series. The original. So this one, this one um, to me uh, used to freak me out a bit and the reason is it was on at night. So yeah. a lot of the others were sort of that were on through the day didn't seem to be that sort of scary. Yeah. This used to be on at night and I just – it was the whole they were human-like. So it was sort of with the – the so the basis was that these uh, aliens come in from outer space if you haven't seen it or heard of it and they're basically like lizard people. Right. Yeah, so, so but they were people. They were dressed as people, weren't they? Wearing people as a skin, weren't they? Yeah, they were wearing humans as human skin. skins, and then you could tell by looking at their eyes, and they'd blink, and they'd have lizard eyes. That's right, and then they'd pull the skin off, and it'd be, um, you'd pull the skin off, and it'd be, it'd be terrifying, terrifying. And so the other thing too that really scared me about it was, I remember someone the first time that we got to see them eating was the first time somebody watched them eating. Oh, yeah. And they had a hamster or a mice or something they were eating them. Right. Like holding them up above their head and dropping them in like a, you know, like a snake eating. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was only a mini-series, wasn't it? It wasn't a, like a full TV series. I thought it was just a, like a mini-series, like a couple of episodes. Or did that just start it off? I think that started it off. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. It seemed to be – there was a few different versions and um, – they did a remake, I think. Um, they did. I think they did a remake in about 2015, something like that. But didn't look to be as good. No, it's just it just the whole. It was very freaky in the context of one, the eyes, because they had those lizard eyes, but two, when they pull those flesh, someone had grabbed their arm by mistake and that had pulled their flesh, yeah. the human skin back to reveal scales. So. That was pretty freaky, and I think it was because it was on at night made it a little bit more scary and a bit more freaky. And I think it was a you know it was made in the eighties where they were starting to get a little bit better with their um, with their special effects and with their makeup and and costumes and things like that. But as well, but yeah, I remember, and it seemed a little bit more realistic as well. I think it was because there were human sort of actors, so you probably you know they're in human bodies. So you, and and I think also the government might have known that these. They had people come down as uh, yeah. to to talk and convince people. So you had people being convinced yeah, that, that it was the, these aliens were, were humans from another planet and dimension or whatever they were instead of being these aliens. And you think this could really happen because Well, you know, there's that whole conspiracy theory goes behind that about the, the, lizard, you know, people. the lizard people, yeah, the reptilians. The reptilians, yeah. And well-known people that are the reptilians and they're, you know, trying to take us over and cut us out. But we won't get into that to right now. Worth, worth looking if you're into conspiracy yeah, theories. Worth I've had a, a bit at. of a look at those conspiracies. Fairly far-fetched, but, you know, the people that, that talk it really certainly believe in it. Yep, that's uh, pretty much um, pretty much uh, like any conspiracy, really. Anyone who believes in it, and then, you know, if the earth is flat and you believe in it, the earth is flat. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, so V, um, I can't say that I really enjoyed it because I was quite terrified by it. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's one of those ones that seems to stand up there in in, um, in pop culture, one of those less um, – probably less well-known, I guess, more than anything else. But it's had a couple of goes at rebooting from the sci-fi community. Yeah, and they do. It's a bit, a bit like um, any of those type of things. They try and reboot them. Um, you know, you've Sometimes all- it works, but not very often. Look, you've had um, – and we've probably talked about this, you know, you've had Star Trek from the very 
you know, the, I think it was the late 60s all the way through, if I remember rightly, and then going all the way through. And they've still got, um, you know, different versions of, um, of Star Trek now. Yeah. So, you know, from my point, you know, they can actually stay long and then they can – but, you know, some people don't like um, – what is it? Um, Deep Space Nine and things like that, which is See, sort I've, of I've never watched, and things. I've, I've watched one Star um, Star Trek movie. I've never seen any of the other shows. I've, I've never really been interested. It, it was more when I was a kid. You, you were either a um, Star Wars, or Star Wars, Star or Trek. Star Trek, and I was always Star Wars. And I'm pro watched, Star Wars too, but never really got into the the whole Star Trek movement. But the people that like it love it. Um, and there were lots of different versions, and I know there's arguments over about who was the best captain, and etc., etc., etc. But I did watch one of the reboot movies. I think the first one that came out that had the um, the guy as Spock that was um, oh the in original. Heroes. No, the guy that was in Heroes that was in Spock. It was like the two thousand. Oh yes, 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 something yes, like yes. that. Um, yeah, I watched that one, and it was okay. Good standalone good. sort of space movie. Good, not great. I think they went on and made a few more of them. But, um, yeah, no, not really my thing. But um, I understand it, it's been going for over 50 years, so it's got to have some credit. Yeah, credit and merit. Oh, Zachary Quinto was the guy's name, yeah. Oh, that's actor. him. Yeah. yeah. And he was um, he was the bad guy in Heroes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you've got an absolutely awesome memory. I, I can't no, no, believe It's that. almost like someone fed it to me. Of an iPad or something. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So we might take a bit of a, a turn there and move away from the more sinister and the more serious sides and go back to probably one of the all-time great space shows, well, about an alien anyway, and that was Mork and Mindy. Ah. Mork and Mindy. The late, Robin, great Robin Williams, Robin one of his Williams. first TV shows, and that was actually a spin-off of Happy Days. Ab- absolutely brilliant, brilliant show, great actor. Yeah, but that outrageous sort of um, absurdist sort of um, physical comedy that was probably the, the the forerunner to the stuff that Jim Carrey did and, the you know, the off-the-cuff, and I think a lot of oh, it yeah. was – I think a lot of it was uh, ad-libbed as well. And And you can sort of tell in these shows when there's a bit of ad-lib because – they probably weren't allowed to do so many takes on things, yeah. so you can see where it was they sort fr- of broke down and started to. Uh, and in front of, of a, in front of a live audience as well, I guess if they keep stuffing up and making the same joke three times and having to film it, the the audience laughter would get a little bit more uh, difficult to sort of muster. Maintain, up. yeah. I'm sure they had uh, Spruikers there going mm. laugh, 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 laugh harder, command it, <laughs> laugh harder, or you don't get your dog back. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, you know, some of those things are Mork sitting in the egg and the Nanu Nanu and holding up his fingers. Oh, and, yeah. Um, the Mork calling Orson and how, the things that he learned for each day from it. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Nanu yeah. Nanu. Yeah. And um, my dad used to say that. Nanu Nanu. Yeah. He used to just, and you know, suddenly think he was smart. Yeah. Oh, nanu Nanu. Mm, okay. Um, and mm, so, crazy. yeah. Um, but, yeah, well, it was it just goes to show the reaches that Mork and Mindy had because it was one of those great shows. And, you know, while it wasn't one of the space shows in the in the same nature as uh, Buck Rogers or Battlestar Galactica, it was still one of those ones that was influential um, and made us think about aliens. Yeah, even, again, humanoid aliens and, um, yeah, if the Sicilian Ninja was into it, that, that was awesome. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. Uh, yeah, so if he knew about it, that's right. Um, and I guess probably moving on then from Mork and Mindy, another one that was probably about a decade later, and that was Alf. Uh, Alf, who used to eat the cats. He used to love the cats and uh, used to have, um, what was his name, the guy that had him, Willie, Willie Tanner? Yeah. Mm. And Alf, Alf's, <laughs> Alf standing for alien life form. 
Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, the it was, yeah, yeah, the COVID. It's a good thing we're a metre and a half apart. Um, but, um, yeah, ALF was another one of those sort of alien-type shows that was more on the light-hearted side of things than anything else. But I, I remember watching, sitting down and watching all of them. That as was a, a family thing. As, as a family I thing. I think it was, it was at a, 7 o'clock at night or something Yeah, it was like on that. at a reasonable time so that the kids could watch it as well. And it was, it was funny because ALF himself, when he was talking, was just a puppet. But when they wanted to show full body shots, they either had a kid or a small person in it, you know, Midget. walking across the um, walking across the room in the full Alf outfit. But could, he couldn't talk at the same time. No, no. But uh, like I said, love the cats, and the whole thing was about maintaining his secrecy. Yeah. Because didn't didn't the father work for the space agency or something along those lines? Yeah, possibly something like that. And um, and how the impact on the family and ha- always had to hide. No one was allowed to see him except. Um, Except the family, Except they could the never family. show him off. Yeah, but um, all the cats in the neighbourhood went missing, and they had a cat too. And he was yep. always trying to eat the cat and mm. chase the cat. Mm. This is part of their staple diet. Yeah, and they used to try and pass him off as a dog if anyone ever saw him. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't remember. <laughs> Walking did it, on his did legs. anyone ever come to pick him up or collect him or like be like ET type stuff? I oh, look, I can't remember. I, I, I honestly, it's yeah, a bit like Harry and the Hendersons. Whatever in the end of that, I don't know. Oh, that was about a Bigfoot, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, but it? it's a hairy, oh, okay, hairy, furry animal that was living in in somebody's house. All right, there you go. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, you last night in my house. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Good on you. Anyway, um, any others you can think of that spring to mind? Yeah, I've, um, I've, well, I've actually thought of a couple, and um, whether whether you remember, um, okay. Land of the Giants. No, no, we discussed this. I remember the logo. I remember seeing it, but I don't can't ever recall. It looked like it was one of those late 60s, early 70s sorts of shows around the time of Lost in Space, but I can't quite remember ever actually having seen it. So basically it's about a, a spaceship and it crashes and, and you think they're just on normal sort so of... So people are in the spaceship people the are spaceship in the spaceship crashes. No, 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 right. people, they were in the spaceship, they were yep. flying and they crashed. Yep. But it works out uh, they're on... Um, like basically they call it the land of the giants because there's just giant humans. So it's like another earth but they're these miniature miniature human beings. And so, you know. So the normal human beings are miniature on this land, is that what on this planet? Is that what you mean? Yeah, the people who crashed. Are, are, are considered miniature. Miniature. So it's a bit like Gulliver's Travels type thing. A bit like Gulliver's Travels and, and I suppose it's a space version of that. Mm. But it's a, it also a bit combined like with um, – uh, lost in space, you know, there was always a yep. sort of bad person who was the, a bit of, you know, a bit of a scaredy cat and things like the that. rebel rouser. Yeah. But, you know, they were always trying to. They had, you know, thimbles that they used to collect water. They had um, their – when they had to go and scale something, they had a safety pin with some cotton on it and that was their rope and their – And did the giants know they were there? Occasionally the giants would see them and try and capture them. Occasionally they'd get captured and they, you know, it was like you never saw their faces. You'd just see this big hand coming in or a foot but you'd see animals and the animals were projected to be these big. So they'd obviously uh, filmed them and then superimposed them in afterwards so the actors would be trying to act. But it was it was good. It was about trying to get the spaceship going again so they could then go back into space and hopefully get back home. Mm. Okay. No, so, I, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever watched it. I remember, the, like I said, I remember the title page, but I don't remember the actual show. 
And, you know, I've looked at some still photos um, and you can just tell that the animals have been superimposed, you know, the crickets and the uh, praying mantis were these huge things. Mm. It was a bit like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids type thing. The other, um, the other one is probably a little bit later and it, and it came more sort of in my early sort of um, sort of early 20s to 30s and that was Firefly. Oh, no, that's the um, – was that that was the Joss Whedon thing that he did after Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. And didn't that end I, – I never saw it, but didn't it end controversially? It had Nathan Fillion in it who was went on to be Castle. And it ended – something happened, they just sort of ended it. They or canned something. it. Yeah, but the story itself just ended. It didn't go anywhere it or didn't, didn't offer anything else up. didn't go anywhere, so they ended up doing a movie to close some loops up. Oh, okay. And were all the original – Serenity. So the movie Serenity. Were all the actors in it? Yep. Right. So the movie Serenity sort of tied all that up. But, you know, going back even in in those um, – even through the, the 80s and the 90s, you know, there was there was still some good um, um, sci-fi shows, but I think the main Star Wars were those early um, – early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, I think they sort of um, paved the way uh, for, you know, things like Star Wars. And yeah. So they were um, some pretty big TV series back in the day to to get us some of the most iconic um, shows out there. Yeah. And there were some good little spin-off shows. There was uh, um, um, – Greatest American Hero, where mm-hmm. he got some powers from outer space and mm. all those. I used to love that. We used to love watching Greatest American Hero at my place, and it was always enter- even my dad used to watch it, and used to like the um, the FBI guy that was his handler, who used to always eat the dog biscuits. My dad always thought yeah. he was hilarious. Um, but I watched that. I think it's on Amazon or one of those, and I watched it recently. And yeah, hard hard going, doesn't hold up. And, but there was also what was the other one where they used to he used to go from time to time, used to go from quantum leap. Quantum leap. So that was another one. I think that was through the nineties. Quantum leap. Yeah. And it was not and sort of an land, outer. He'd land in a different body. Type land in a different body. And I think the only time when he landed in his body was in a different dimension. Oh, okay. So I think it was not just. So it was a dimensional thing rather than a space. I thing. think it was a bit of a, a little bit of a and a whole lot of b. It was a yep. bit of multi dimensions, multi universe, and even when um, his handler, you know, used to come in and out, and mm. always be the same, but he'd be yep. a different body, and he wouldn't know who he was until he looked in the mirror, sort of thing. Yep. But again, another sort of sci fi type, you know, not necessarily spacey, but a good sci fi, mm. good sci fi one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so these are some of that's our a pretty good list, and that was uh, you know brings back a lot of memories, a lot of the shows that uh, we used to watch. And um, if you're listening out there, if you still made it this far, thirty-one minutes in, if you um, have you. any of those shows, yeah, well, thanks for listening. But if you got any of those shows that you think we've missed that you enjoyed, uh, let us know. Once for school podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, let us know any others that you you think might be good options uh, that people might want to listen to. We might even do a, a revisit on this episode if we come up with any others. But no, we there were some pretty good shows in there and, and lots of memories. And uh, as as we said, I guess that uh, not always, not every reboot's always a good effort. So um. yeah, the other one, um, just briefly, I've just had a quick look on my phone. Mm. Was um, Stargate? 
Yeah, I never really got into Stargate. Because it was another multi-dimension and multi-universe and... Dimensional sort of thing. Yeah, in outer space Because the thing. original movie, wasn't there something about they went to Egypt or something yeah. like that? That's sort of like Dune. Do you remember Dune, the movie uh, in I don't, early never 80s? Saw, I know of it. I never, I never actually done a remake of made that any of it. Because it was a series of books as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. It'll be something to look at and maybe have a chat about one day. Yeah, Dune. Dune, yeah, D U N E. I know what it is, thank you. But yeah. I'm not. Um, I, I you, you'll be doing most of the talking in that one, mate, because I had What's nothing new? to do with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on that note, uh, let us know. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Uh, thanks for giving us a chance. We'll talk to you um, very soon. We thanks very much, and we'll uh, catch up with your catch up with you all again soon. No worries. Great to see you and have you across from me, Dave. Bye.